This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lynn Group in Ventura, California. We got another great episode with me. Today is my good friend and co-host, as usual, Tony Shore. Tony Shore, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Michael. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it's been a great year for me so far and love doing the show each week. You know, the markets, though, <laughs> haven't been so great this year, have they? Right, right. You know, as we were saying last week, uh, worst opening, a lot of people are saying ever, but the worst opening to the stock market in something like 109 years. So yeah. definitely the volatility. You know, what's, you know what's so funny about it, though, is people have such a tendency to have these mile markers in their mind, like the new year. Well, the new year is a clean start to something else. So we're starting back at zero. But when you look at the market being down, Look, it's been volatile for the last year. It's certainly been volatile for the last six months. And so that's just a continuation of what we're used to. But it's weird how the emotions of the new year change all of that. And it's a clean slate to start over. You know, hey, your money's still down. But don't so you realize that's everything? It's uh, yeah, yeah. everything resets on January 1st. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that $20 I owe you, that was last year. That reset, <laughs> now I don't owe you anything. You know, my, my wife and kids say, why didn't you come home? I said, well, you were my no. wife and kids last year. Yeah. We reset. No, I'm kidding. I love my family. But, uh, you know, everybody resets. It's right. weird. We do have that mentality, especially when it comes to finances and the market, right? Sure. No, it's totally true. And and to be fair, with the reset, you're you're right. It's been a heck of a volatile year. And la- last week was, was very tumultuous. Big ups, big downs, big ups, big downs. And, uh, you know, what's interesting, though, is is no one really knows where the market's going. You know, even myself, as much as I understand and I'm educated and I follow these things and I have my opinion of the markets, no one really knows where they're going. Because if we knew exactly where they were going, I wouldn't I wouldn't be busy on the radio. I'd be out borrowing money, putting it in the stock market. The um, but we're at a place where. There's two ways to kind of look at it. If you're a a very at risk investor, there's the. Hey, it can go down a lot more. You know, technical analysts say, you know, that the S&P could go to 1600 in the near future. But the but the one way that you look at it is what's a good time to start investing? You know, if you were all in and you've been all in for a while, then then obviously you're you're in for a rough ride. But if you're a person that has money on the sidelines, the Dow at 16,000 is a way better deal than the Dow at 18,000. And so is buying in now the end-all, be-all time to get in, even if it goes down lower, it's still a good deal. If the Dow goes in and down to 15,000 or 14,000, it's an even better deal. So it kind of plays back to the theme of, of having a strategy with your investments, opposed to just kerplunk throwing money in and, and, 
and that's the end of it. Go back to when you were young. Go back to when you opened a 401k. What did you do? You didn't just have a big bucket of money. You dollar cost average. You saved every single month. And if the markets went down, you bought more shares every single month with your money. So on some level, looking at the markets, if you have the cash, dollar cost averaging in can be hugely valuable to you. So those are the things that we have to to get away from when it comes to the emotions is it's easy to freak out when stuff's going down, but we have to consider the opportunity too. Well, exactly. And you know, today on the show, I have some questions for you. Our topic, our overall broad topic is tips to help you achieve a successful retirement. And I know that's what you help your clients do. And that's what we want to help our listeners do. And we're all headed for retirement or in retirement. You're in one of those two camps. So Uh, For those of us headed to retirement, uh, we want to have a successful retirement. We want our money to last as long as we do. And that ties into uh, investing and the market and market volatility, because the older you get, the less you want to have at risk, right? Yeah, correct. I mean, obviously, age is a huge factor. The older you are, the more conservative you are. But really, the emphasis falls back to the the time horizon of when do I need income from my investments and how much income do I need? All of these things make everybody unique because depending on what your set of circumstances is will completely dictate you having a, a different amount of risk, a different amount of stock or a different amount of cash than than your neighbor. And We've all heard it before, Tony. You can't let your friends and families and people around you be your financial planners because their situation is different than yours. And and we have a we have a tendency to try to rely on the people that we trust, those people, but the problem is is if they don't know your situation and certainly aren't educated in this type of a retirement planning industry, they're giving you advice that maybe isn't totally sound. Um but goes back to the theme. If you need income, then you got to be a little more conservative. Uh, I think of a few weeks ago, Tony, we were talking about the whole, did we touch on the red money, green money theme? I, so. I believe we touched on it, but that that yeah. is important. You have, a, you have a useful way of putting asset allocation, which you call the color of money, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we use a color theme because remember, most people don't have a great understanding of how investments work. And so color coding them helps us understand the big picture concept of it. And let's be fair, I I have the the same issues. If a plumber comes in and he's trying to describe to me what's happening with all the plumbing and back pressure, yeah, he's probably lost me because I'm not a plumber. But when it comes to financial planning and investment advice, I live and breathe in this stuff. So I understand a lot better than someone who maybe is a plumber. But what happens is we color code our asset classes We go red, yellow, and green, and we really emphasize the red and the green specifically. So the red is is our hope money. We hope it goes up. We hope it doesn't go down. So there's a theme there. Red also is the the color on on a stoplight. So you think about what red means. It means caution. So red money assets are all of our at risk principal things, our stocks, our bonds, our mutual funds, our ETFs, variable annuities, alternative investments, things where if we put our money in, kind of like we're talking about the stock market this month, they could go down. Conversely, you switch over to the green money side of things. This is all your safe money asset classes. Now, to be clear, I count things like social security and employer pensions inside of my green money because that's a real asset class providing me something that's reasonably predictable. 
You then have cash at the bank, CDs, savings accounts, cash value life insurance, fixed style annuities. Anything that has principal protection, you know it's not going to go down and you also know what you can get out of the investment. So there's two very different themes with your red and green money. Red money is used for long-term growth and inflation. You don't take income from red money. Green money is used for income planning. You don't try to use green money for necessarily growth. So you have a mix. Now, this is what's funny because you can go to insurance agent seminars, you can go to stockbroker seminars, and that's the theme that we're always getting. Nine times out of 10, you have somebody who wants to put all your money in green money. Hey, come over, give me all your money. We're gonna throw it into one giant annuity. That's called a, uh, what, a, an annuity shuckster? Annuity shyster? <laughs> I don't know, so, there's, there's something. Someone said that the other day. Sure. But then you have the other extreme where no matter what the situation is, they want to throw it all in stocks and bonds and mutual funds in, in the market. That's called a stockbroker. The problem is when you retire, you need neither of those people. You need a strategy that incorporates both of what they do. You need the growth, you need the inflation, you need the red money, but you also need the stable income. Because this is the craziness. If you use stocks, to create an income plan in retirement. You get your monthly paycheck coming from stocks and a month like this January happens where the stock market falls 8% and maybe this is the month that your custodian assessed their fees and you pull your monthly income as a paycheck out of there. What did you just do to your account value? You destroyed it. It's never coming back. You need an incredible rate of return to get to zero because you're pulling out of money that's going down. So. Using red money for income planning is fundamentally wrong. Plus, and let me interject, one reason why it's wrong and basically what you said there is because you end up selling low. When the market's down, exactly. you, you have to, basically what has to happen for you to draw money out of that account is you're taking money out of the market when it's right. low. Oh, you got it and, right on the head. And that's, uh, that's the opposite of what needs to happen, which is why a stockbroker and all your money invested in stocks does not work for a steady retirement income, right? Isn't no, that what you're saying? No, the, the, the stock broker, the stocks, because remember, we do investments. I have plenty of 100% stock portfolios, but that is our growth bucket of money that we're not using for income. It is our inflation hedge. We have a long time horizon. So if someone retires at 65 and we've segmented out their assets that we know we don't need this money for the next 15, 20 years, we keep it in the stock market. We keep sure. it in the growth. We want those returns, but at the same time, we know we don't need it for income. When we look at our income, the, the, the reality of income is pretty simple. With a bucket of money for income planning, you're better off not losing money than making money. That way you don't have what we were just describing as that reverse dollar cost averaging. You're losing money and you're pulling it out. Here we have stable investments. You can pull money out of them. You can obviously predict how long it's going to last. If you go the insurance route with like fixed style annuities, you can have the pension guarantees where you know what the monthly paycheck is. It's going to last forever kind of stuff. So that's a much more stable income plan. And then over time, if your income plan gets eroded by inflation and or taxes, you start converting the red risky money to more green money income. So you got the good growth on our stocks, we convert it to cash or insurance or whatever it is to, to supplement 
where our income plan has eroded based on the inflation and taxes. I mean, this is pretty common sense stuff when you talk about it like that. But for some reason, it's fundamentally difficult for people to get over their heads because you've spent 40, 50 years saving your money in the stock market. And now we're saying, well, wait a second, the stock market's not the end all be all solution to now distributing your money as an income plan. And so those are the hurdles that we have to get over as we organize things. Well, and and that's important to note. And I think this is the message we want to get across to the listeners. And uh, that's why you're the man, Michael. You really help us uh, see that and you put it in terms we can all understand. Now, we have to take a quick commercial break. But before we do, is there anything you'd like to add for the listeners? Hey, you know what? I just spent the time. It, it, it was a little bit of a side project for me, but I did just get my my book updated with in chapter three. I talked quite a bit about Social Security. And since all the rules fundamentally changed, I was able to finally get all the updates in place in my book, The Wealth Puzzle. So if anybody listening to the show would like to call in. Um, 805-500-7035 to our office, I'd be more than happy to give you a complimentary copy of my book now that it's re-updated with the social security changes, the wealth puzzle. All right. Well, thanks. And why don't you give your phone number and web address once for the listeners before we go to break? Our office phone number is 805-500-7035. We have two websites that you can find us on. Our main company website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And then our radio show website is financiallytunedradio.com. You can hear all of our recordings from past shows. You can also contact us and find some more information about our organization. But those are good ways to get a hold of us. All right. We're going to be back right after this message to continue our discussion with Michael Mansfield on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary guides to proper retirement planning by Michael J. Mansfield from The Lynn Group. If you're like most of our clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease the financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. That is exactly why Michael decided to author his very own book. The Wealth Puzzle, a fiduciary's guide to proper retirement planning, will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 805-500-7035 or visit thelindgroup.com to receive your copy today. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And with us, as always, the host and financial expert, Michael Mansfield. Now, Michael, we've been talking about tips to help our listeners out there have a successful retirement. And a lot of that has to do with asset allocation. But overall, where do you start when, what's the first step or tip you have for our listeners to have a successful retirement? I mean, the first stage is planning, right? Well, it's the plan. I mean, uh, nine out of the next financial planners down the street will say when you walk in, the, the first step is to buy something. And then the second step is we'll figure out what to do with it. Um, We actually, maybe we're crazy or something around here, but we actually started in a a different manner. We really emphasize and focus on planning. Um, In theory, it's something that we don't make money on because we make money by managing investments. So until we get to the point of investments and recommendations, we're really not making any money when we work with somebody. But for me, you know, years ago, I heard I heard a, a line and, and it always stuck with me that I thought was so interesting. And it, and it was, 
I don't want to be your next financial planner. I want to be your last financial planner. And so how do we do that? Well, it's all predicated on a very firm foundation of education and understanding. And so goal number one is we have to plan the big picture. And the big picture is what is happening with you? What is happening in your life? Are you married? Do you have children? Do you have debt? Do you have assets? What makes you tick? What makes you sad? We have to start building the picture and the understanding of what we're trying to accomplish. Because a lot of this always equates back to money. If we formulate the idea that you have your mortgage paid off and you don't have any debts and we have a pretty streamlined amount of expenses, but you have a huge passion for the next number of years to travel all over the globe, it helps us understand how much money we need to make you tick. And so we always start with the basics. What does social security look like? How do we maximize social security step two? Once we know that, do we have any other external sources of income? That can be pensions from an employer. That could be rental income or some other royalty or something that we have coming in from income. Once we see our external sources of income between that and social security, we go specifically to our expenses and our desires. How much do we need a month to pay the bills? How much do we want a month to be happy? We look at the disparity between these things to see what our income gap is. If our income gap's $500 a month, that's really different than $5,000 a month. And that completely rolls back into how much money do we have? How much assets do we have? What have we saved? What do we have going on? And pretty quickly, we can formulate if you have a realistic plan or not. Now, bad news, sometimes people walk in that don't have a realistic plan. I, I, I hate to say that, but it's true. And so then what we have to do is we have to start planning what are the plan Bs? Can we live on less? Can we work longer? Do we rent a room? Do we sell our house? We work through all of this information to organize what our goals are. And when we finally settle on how much we realistically need from our investments, considering taxes and inflation and those types of things, then it's very easy for us to go in and organize a red money, green money income plan of saying, look, here's the money that we need specifically to create an income plan. You know, it was incredible. Last week I did this with somebody, this exercise, and I didn't do it last week. It's something we've been working on actually for three months. This stuff takes time to work on. But we finally came to the conclusion, and it just worked out so naturally, that they needed, they had a million dollars. They needed one half of their money to provide the income that they desired for the rest of their lives supplemented with social securities and pensions and things like that, that left them with a half a million dollars that technically from an income standpoint, they never needed. They were so thrilled to know that all their hard work, they were going to have this bucket of money that they didn't need, 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 need for income. That was so, that was exciting to them. You know, and so it's, it's good when we can really organize and allocate and segment things out. That way people have income they have liquidity, they have flexibility, they have all the tools that they need to make retirement happen because it's not easy. Otherwise, you're all gonna have to move to Michigan. The The reason well, I say that, that sounds funny, right? Yeah. Uh, CNBC, they just had uh, gas rates in Michigan, some gas station up there somewhere, ha is selling gas, probably the cheap stuff, for 47 cents a gallon right now. So, <laughs> you know. Wow. I mean, that, boy, that's some motivation to leave Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, funny? well, I don't know if it's enough motivation to move to Michigan. No offense <laughs> to our no offense to any Michigan listeners out there, but uh yeah, you gotta yeah, adapt to I the mean weather. especially not to Flint. So, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, weather and water problems there uh, that Ventura doesn't uh, have, at least for the most part. No. So, um, you know, this is a, this is a great point you make. I mean, uh, finding out that you have um, extra money or money that you could possibly leave in a legacy to your loved ones, uh, this is a good thing. But it gets complicated with when we're talking about retirement planning and tips on how to have a success a successful retirement. We're talking about managing for inflation, asset allocation. We're talking about uh, things like taxes and how they impact it and healthcare. I mean, we, you know, we'll have shows on, on these topics in the future where we just focus in on healthcare and how that affects us all financially and, and yeah. especially in retirement. But you right. do have to save. And then there's legacy planning and IRAs and insurance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do I need life insurance? Do I have term insurance? Do I need insurance for long-term healthcare? Do you know, is an annuity a good thing or a bad thing? These are all things that they can get. Even Social Security is more, way more complicated than I thought after, you know, we did a show on it here a while yeah. back. Uh, I was surprised, Michael. Yeah. Well, I think you, you you just summed it up. You hit it right on the head because, like I said, there's a tendency to sell you something first and then tell you how to use it later. Um and, and the point you made, Tony, was like life insurance and long-term cares and those types of things. Do you need them? Don't buy them if you don't need them, but do you need them? How do you know if you need them or not without organizing and creating an income plan? It, it makes so, so much sense when we lay it all out because when I use income planning software and I have all these cash flows and all these things, I become very morbid. I start saying, okay, what if you die first? Okay, what if you die first? How does the income shake out? What is the impact on on what happens? Because we don't know when someone's dying. That could be tomorrow. That could be in 100 years. But, but understanding what the impact is allows us to see where the risks are. If somebody dies prematurely and they lose a pension and they lose half Social Security and they don't have a boatload of assets, we can see that maybe there's an argument for needing life insurance, but we can also see exactly how much that denomination need is. How much income would we be losing and what time periods would it really impact us or not impact us? Meaning if the person died in the next 20 years, maybe it matters, but after 20 years, maybe it wouldn't matter anymore. So we can really formulate the necessity of those types of risk tools to see if you need to be wasting your money on them or not. But I'll tell you what, if you call an insurance agent and say you think you need life insurance, they'll be darn happy to sell you a 10-year term policy because it was the cheapest, easiest thing to sell you. But does it really make any sense? And I only say that because they walk in my door all the time and I say, why did you buy this policy that's expiring in seven years when you're when you're <laughs> 61? It, what, what, what's the purpose of that age to you? Is that yeah. because you think at 61 you're going to have plenty of assets and you no longer need the insurance? Or is it because the price made total sense? Well, you can't buy things based on price. You have to buy things based on value. And, you know, so there's just so much to incorporate. I mean, yeah, this morning, that's a good point. The, no, this, this morning we took paperwork uh, to open up some accounts for clients. We've been working on their plan for a year and we're finally doing paperwork. That's how long it took to get all the moving parts in their situation organized and to figure out some of the missing things that we didn't know about. Not to say that everybody takes a year, 
Some people it could take a few weeks. Some people it could take a few months. But the point is the effort needs to be made in the beginning for your plan to make sense. If you buy first, figure out later, it's always a mess because you're always trying to figure out how to put the square investment into the whole problem. Now, uh, moving on here, we just have a, a couple of minutes left. You know, when people are preparing for retirement or in order to have a successful retirement, I think, you know, one of the big tips is obviously they need somebody who's looking at the big picture. I think that's hugely important. They need a plan. You've talked about that. And they need to to worry about risk and, and where their assets are allocated. And, and you've touched upon that. Is there anything else that you like to talk to your clients about or you think our listeners should hear about in regards to having a successful retirement? I think one of the most successful things that you can consider is is not being an ostrich and not sticking your head in the sand and becoming paralyzed because you're scared, concerned, don't know what to do. You need to continue to educate you, yourself. You need to surround yourself around competent people that can give you sound advice. And unfortunately, in many situations, it's not your family, it's not your friends because their situation is different than yours. Their experience is different than yours. The tools that you need are likely different than the tools that they need. And so you, you really need to work with objective people that have your best interest, that spend the time up front. And you'll know it. You'll know it from the first meeting if somebody's trying to help you or trying to sell you. And those are the things that you need to assess. There's no reason that you should be sold an investment in the first or second meeting. It doesn't make any sense because that means there was no effort put into the big picture of how you tick and how your retirement plan works. You need to realize, too, because this is a challenge that I have is, is sometimes people don't want to put the time in. Um, they, you always read those statistics that say people spend more time planning their vacations than planning their own retirements. And yeah, in some crazy. situations, it's true. You have to put the time in. You got to put the talking in. You got to put the planning in. You got to crunch the numbers. You got to search your emotions. You have to do these things to be successful. Otherwise, you'll have a repeat of perhaps mediocre where things just don't quite work out the way you thought. And then you're surprised. But that's what little planning leads to is hopefully it's all OK kind of stuff. And we're not interested in that. We want to make sure it's going to be OK. Just like I said with my red money, I don't want to hope it's going to work out. I want to know it's going to work out. So that's why we have to make a plan that gives you those types of features. But hey, if you call our office. We'll be more than happy to give you a complimentary consultation. You can call us at 805-500-7035. You can visit our website, thelindgroup.com or financiallytunedradio.com. Uh, like I said, we just updated my, my chapter on Social Security in my book, The Wealth Puzzle. So if you'd call us and like a copy of it, you can, you can request that. Even if you go to our main website, thelindgroup.com, on the homepage, you can request a copy of my book. And we're also, we're located right in the middle of Ventura. We're on Victoria, right across from the government center, the Lynn Group. We've got the monument sign out on the street on the corner of Thill. So we're easy to find. We're easy to get a hold of. We're, we're always here in a sense. So, um, except Sundays. But uh, other than that, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to help you organize some of the stuff that we talk about on a weekly basis. All right. Well, thank you. And we'll be back next week with another edition of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. 
Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 